0: to hell ain't complicated a supernatural (sighs) fancast uh i'm here with my friend mo hi i'm mo (laughs) hey how's it going it's been a while since i've seen you oh my god
1: yeah uh covid makes things suck yeah for fucking real i don't know my life's pretty boring and not about supernatural right now but (laughs) um how have you been i've
0: been pretty good you know just working on the podcast, and working my actual job, and then doing some D&D. Oh, shit, we got a cat today.
1: <laughs> you got forgetting. a cat today?
0: Yeah, I keep forgetting.
1: What kind? What's his name?
0: Um, Did you
1: adopt him?
0: Yeah, we just got it. To, it, was most, it was mostly my parents' idea, so. But yeah, it's like this chubby 20-pound cat named Pepper. <laughs> yeah.
1: I love that. I, I want to meet your cat, but I really don't want to go out and be around people right now because oh, of yeah. COVID. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, the cat is super skittish right now, so it's just not comfortable with anybody yet. But in the future, I'll post a picture of it when it's more comfortable with me.
1: Okay, good. I'm glad you got another cat.
0: This cat is fucking massive, though. (gasps) I can't emphasize how fucking huge this
1: cat (laughs) is. God, speaking of pets, I actually just got three rats. (gasps) Nice! Yeah, their names are uh, Holly, Ruthie, and God damn it, Clover.
0: That is so cute.
1: Yeah, they're three lovely little ladies, and (laughs) I love them.
0: You should, like, commission someone to draw a picture of them as, like, three knitting old grannies. That's just what I
1: think when I hear that. Oh my (laughs) god. Yeah, those names are kind of old. Um, They're actually babies, so they're they're sweet little girls right now.
0: That is so cute. Oh my god. Oh, your house is a zoo, and I mean that affectionately.
1: Yeah, just wait, we're gonna get- frogs and lizards someday
0: oh my god
1: (laughs) it's gonna be a zoo (laughs)
0: let's just like noah's ark at your place
1: honestly i got two of everything
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh my god okay well today we are doing an episode recap i didn't really want to watch these episodes so i'm not gonna have that much energy but i will try so we're recapping episodes 13 14 and 15 with the first one being the famous racist truck episode. I'm so excited. I
1: didn't rewatch any of these, but I did kind of want to rewatch this one. Oh. But that's okay. That's okay. I remember I remember the racist truck.
0: Yeah. We all remember the racist truck. <laughs> Fucking.
1: This episode came out in 2006 and it's 2021 and this episode's really didn't age well.
0: It really didn't. And we're going to go into that. I have a whole spiel because, you know, I'm a white podcaster. So, like, I have to have a speech prepared about race. It's required. Even if it doesn't really add anything, you know?
1: Yeah. Uh, it, it's important to acknowledge this show kind of sucks.
0: Yeah. Like, before I say anything, Black Lives Matter 100% guaranteed. Okay. Episode 13, Route 666, January 31st, 2006, written by Eugenie? Is that right?
1: It could be a typo. I, I would guess it's Eugene, but maybe it is Eugenie.
0: I like Eugenie more. Ross Lemming and Brad Buckner, directed by Paul Shapiro, uh, Dean is contacted by his first love, Cassie, who asks him to come to Cape... Oh, Jesus Christ. Girdo? G- Girdo Ghirardelli? Missouri, to investigate a string of racially motivated murders, one of which was her father. Each murder is linked to a mysterious driver... Sorry, a mysterious truck that seems to have no driver and leaves no tracks. Throughout the episode, Dean struggles to come to grips with his residual feelings for Cassie, eventually leading to them having sex. Uh, The brothers later discover that Cassie's mother, a white woman, left her boyfriend Cyrus for Cassie's African-American father. uh, Cyrus tried to kill him out of anger, but gained the upper hand and ended up beating Cyrus to death, dumping Cyrus's body and truck in a nearby swamp. The boys assume that Cyrus's spirit has returned and it's out for revenge against anyone connected to his death. They attempt to put Cyrus to rest by burning his remains in a rusted out truck in their swamp. Uh, However, the ghostly truck appears and attempts to run Dean over, (laughs) and they realize that Cyrus's evil personality has infected the truck and led it to take on a life of its own. The brothers end up defeating it by having Dean lead it in a chase and tricking it into driving onto the hallowed ground of an old burned down church, causing the hallowed ground to destroy it. In the end, Dean and Cassie realize they cannot be together due to the former's responsibilities as a hunter and part with a kiss.
1: I find all of that extremely straight and extremely forced. Um, Yeah. But, you know, I could go on for hours about that.
0: Yeah. I I wish they had more of Cassie. It's, It's so fucking stupid that they did 15 years of a show. They had this one episode where this woman made a huge impact on Dean's life, where he still loves her after, like, several years. And they just never met her again in 15 years. (sighs) <sighs> yeah
1: i mean supposedly in this episode it you know his first love is pretty intense right
0: yeah like she, uh he told her about um hunting
1: and sam got mad yeah yeah okay well, the entire first season is just uh whiny
0: um <laughs> angsty
1: yeah the budget is so. fantastic Actually, when I first watched it, the first season was enjoyable. I was in high school, though. Or, yeah, I was in high school.
0: Yeah. I had just gotten out of high school when I watched Supernatural. Oh, yeah. Kind of speaking of ugh, that fucking time, that era, like, I don't know. I kind of thought about it a bit. And, you know, we're talking about, ra- yeah, we're going to get into it. We kind of right. have to, even though we shouldn't have to make an episode about Dean's black girlfriend, all about race. Who, Cause that's not fair to her. She's still a character. And I do want to talk to about her as a character because she fucking deserved better. Um, but I mean, it really strikes you. It really struck me, especially just like how we talked about race in the two thousands and just
1: how different it is. I mean, especially like, in this description that you have clearly copy-pasted, it says, like, Dean's African-American girlfriend. And yeah. And it's like, you know, we don't talk like that anymore, and it's not necessarily that it's blatantly racist, but it's just wrong. Like, it's inaccurate is as just as a thing, because you can't make assumptions like that.
0: Yeah. Like, in the 2000s, if I remember cl- clearly, I mean, I was still fairly young – but basically, kind of what I remember was just, like, b- racism wasn't a spectrum. It was just an on and off switch. Just, like, you either what? are racist or you're not. And that is it.
1: For a lot of people, I mean, that's really what the issue is. They say, like, you know, you come forward with something, call someone out, even if, it, you know, we're both white and if we call out another white friend. They're like, whoa, like, you're not black, though, so it doesn't matter to you, right? And it's like, well, no, that's not the point. <laughs> yeah. I read something, either in a book or on the internet, I've been reading like 10 billion books lately, that said it's really shouldn't be that hard to explain why you should care about other people even if you're not like them. Like someone saying, you know, if you care so much about gay rights, are you gay? And they're like, no, I'm straight, but like, it doesn't affect me, it affects other people that matter.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's pretty much this episode mostly just exists to be like, Oh, by the way, our characters are good guys because they're not racist. See, Dean dated a black woman and then never mentioned it again for the rest of his
1: life. That's how they addressed it in the early 2000s. They were just like, look at this character and it's done.
0: Yeah. And this episode really just kind of sees racism as like something belonging to the past. And we have gotten a lot better about talking about race, thank God. But I think the 2000s did a lot of fucking damage about talking about it because, yeah, the 2000s kind of taught everybody that it was you were or you weren't a racist instead of, like, a spectrum or something inherent. And that really <laughs> fucked up. And that's kind of what we have supremacy and shit because fucking Nazis can be like, I'm not racist. I just think this, 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 this. But I'm not racist because they think that You have a tattoo branded on you from birth that you're racist or not. And it's really fucking stupid. What do you mean? It's my
1: my racist cutie mark.
0: (laughs) God. Sorry, not to be nasty. (laughs) I'm sure there's a fan pony of that. So I do want to acknowledge before anything else that Supernatural is a very racist show. They have very few people of color. A lot of them are bad guys who get killed or are good people who get, that killed, get killed or are one note characters that never show up again. And the the fandom itself has problems with that. We've always kind of had problems with that. Like I was doing a little bit of research uh, for this episode and I found articles from three different years, all four years apart. I found one from 2009, 2000, 2013 and 2017 that they were all the same grievances like you guys keep killing off your characters of color you keep mistreating them and the women but yeah and the queer characters fucking knock it off we're exhausted of it and it sucks and oh my god the comments of the 2009 article were just heinous I mean they definitely probably haven't changed but I'm sure I hope at least one of the commenters has gone back and been like oh fuck that was gross of me to say that um, and, you know, it's kind of an almost like an inside joke that Supernatural has a horrible track record with this shit. They just like pretty much any character that isn't cis or hetero or white or male. Just but
1: Are they there just... trans people in Supernatural? I don't
0: think so. If they
1: are, they're dead, probably.
0: Yeah, maybe in the later seasons, there might have been Implied that there was one, but I don't think so.
1: I'm not going to think about it too hard.
0: Yeah, I would recommend it. (laughs) Give you a fucking aneurysm. Um, Yeah, so I can't really speak to like seasons 9 through 15 because I haven't really watched them. There seem to be some improvements, especially with women. There's definitely more female characters and queer characters. I know there are a few more. Uh, But with people of color, I don't think it's really proof. Like, I mostly know that there is Billy, who is a villain, and gets sucked into turbo hell with Cass, so not... doesn't sound great either. And kind of within the fandom itself, I mean, it's notorious that if you watch Sarah Z's uh, video, she talks about how the Supernatural fandom just runs off every female actress, and... I shudder to imagine what they did with uh, Cassie, considering Wincess was probably already on the rise. And they were like, what? Dean being shipped with a woman and a person of color, no less? I must scream about it. It just, the show has gone on for 15 fucking years and they have not fucking improved. And yeah, that's kind of the thing is what I was thinking is just like supernatural is horrible with people of color. The fandom is horrible with the people of color in Supernatural. And I'm not going to say that I am exempt from that. Like, when I worked on the um, Supernatural AU Spectacular, like, there was only one character of color in a list of characters to, like, put into all these AUs, and it was Kevin Tran, just because I know, remember him the best. I know him the best. And I couldn't really put anybody else in there. Like, I don't... Really remember Rufus that much. Gordon Walker, I was just reminded of existence reading these articles about how he fucking died horribly. Uh, Victor Hedrickson was a good character, killed horribly. Cassie, we knew for one episode and is never mentioned again. And I joke about this podcast being a fucking hate cast, but there are genuinely things to fucking hate about this show. And... If anyone's ever felt, like, misrepresented, victimized, triggered, or otherwise hurt by this show's represent- representation, or lack thereof, which there is very much lack, they are completely fucking right. The show is- ugh, this fucking show sucks so much in this way, and I don't mean that as in, ah, oh, the show sucks. What a, what a gaffe. I mean, this is-
1: Genuinely this fucking- terrible. Yeah. Actually, I mean, I was talking to my partner before we recorded, started yeah. recording- um, and he was like, "It doesn't even get good till season four when Cast shows up." And yeah, I was like honestly, I'm honestly a little embarrassed that in 2021 we're recording a Supernatural podcast. <laughs> but you know, whatever. I, yeah, I didn't get past. I think I made it to six or seven, and then when nine or ten came out, you and I watched a few of the fucking crazy episodes. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Oh, I mean, you mostly got all of your supernatural shit from me because you were there for me during my worst. The like, yeah, I just come of my over and sit
1: there, and you talk about it, and I'd be like, "Whoa, <laughs> I don't even need to watch this."
0: Oh, your brain is so huge, Claire.
1: Oh my yeah, god, you know so much about this show. I don't have a fucking clue what's going <laughs> on, honestly.
0: Oh my god, this show is so why is it why is it 15 years? Why is Supernatural the longest show? The longest fantasy sci-fi show. That makes me so mad. It does not deserve any kind of Guinness record. Um, just kind of the last little bit of my little (laughs) prepared speech. It's just just like the show is over, but the purpose of this podcast is to talk about how disappointed we are in it, but also kind of finding love in it again. But if we don't acknowledge that this show is racist as hell, um, we just kind of be, like, perpetuating what that show did. I don't want to fucking do that. If anyone is feels, like, angry about this, like, I mean, fucking just message me and I will try to reach an understanding with you. If you're confused, I have links in the description to, under- to help you understand, like, why Supernatural has done such a god-awful job with people of color and... All its bullshit. All that said, Dean Winchester gets pegged. That was good. <laughs> my boy gets fucking pegged for real.
1: Such a bottom.
0: <laughs> he really is. Apparently, oh my god. Apparently in the trivia, some higher up, some exact whatever you want to call him, some higher up was made notes that for the sex scene in this episode, they couldn't show Dean getting topped. It was something along that lines. And in the trivia, it was like, but as usual, the, the cast and crew rebelled against that. And it was just like, ah, uh, the layers okay. to that.
1: <laughs>
0: like, oh, we're going to be rebellious and have the woman be on top. Like,
1: That's so edgy.
0: I'm glad you did.
1: Thank you. Didn't ask for it.
0: <laughs> like, I, yes, ideally, that is just how dean is but it's just very strange to me that they that they made a point that some dudes like mm, i don't want to see dean i want to see dean get pegged i don't want to see him be a bottom dean's not a bottom he's a top like okay but not to get into top bottom discourse because i it's exhausting and i have no stake in it um
1: it's not good for you claire
0: i know um Kind of watching this after reading John Winchester's journal was interesting. (laughs) Dean says how he dated Cassie and told her about all of it. And Sam was furious. He was like, I didn't fucking tell Jess for a year and a half. She never knew about it before she died. And he literally said, our dad told us we do what we do and we shut up about it. That is so john winchester oh my god of course this
1: old bitch would say it's that it's a toxic man thing
0: it's really weird because they want dean to be like this cocky full of swagger dude and he is most of the
1: time but well, he's got bitch eyes <laughs> i mean look at him you look him in the face and you're like oh you do faced little baby yeah. you are gonna get absolutely pounded <clears throat> <laughs> exactly That being said, as Mm. much as he is kind of a bitch, like of the two of them, he's less of a bitch than Sam. I gotta say.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Sam? Listen, I don't have siblings, so I don't know what is common or not, but Sam was like weirdly interested in Dean's previous love life. Is that normal for siblings? I don't think it is.
1: I'm the youngest of three. I have two older sisters, and frankly, we, we know a few things about each other, but we just respect from a distance. And um <laughs> no, I really don't want to. I know that some yeah. people do get involved in their family's love life, but I really don't want to.
0: Yeah, it felt very strange to me. I think I remember reading like ages ago. I remember reading a post long ago about how Sam is people's fanon about sam is that he is way too interested in his brother's love life and it's not remotely um accurate like he wouldn't like set up dates between dean and Cass, and he wouldn't be interested in what happened he wouldn't be interested in their lives and Mm -hmm. but apparently he would apparently he fucking would be because canon said so in this episode who needs consistency For fucking real. And Dean was just like, I don't want to fucking talk about it. And he and Cassie like start getting along, but he's still a little bit like, "Mm, this is not gonna happen. I'm not allowed to be happy.
1: This is not gonna end well. It can't because I said so. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So shit happens in the episode. Dean and Cassie get in an argument and. You know, the straight person. They they get an argument and then they realize, oh, there's sexual tension between us because we're yelling at each other. And they start I making out that. and then they start having sex. I know it's so fucking stupid, but I just have to mention it because they played this song that sounded so fucking much like a knockoff of Smooth by Santana. You know, the Gimme a hot make it real, or else we'll about it. It oh, really yeah. sounded
1: like that. It sounded so much like that. But they couldn't afford that song, so they got something else.
0: They can't afford any fucking music, especially on Netflix. They will skimp on the fucking music. I'm still mad. I'm still gonna be angry till I die that they didn't put in Don't Fear the Reaper. I'm furious about it. It's expensive. I guess so. So some shit happens. Cassie is starting to be, like, stalked by the truck. And so they have to talk to uh, her mother, who's white. And... This mom was acting her fucking heart out. She did a great job. Oh, my God. And there's this one point where she's talking about how her black boyfriend had to kill this white man and that they had to stow away the evidence. And Dean, of all people, who is very ACAB, not really for pro-black, just for, like, I fucking hate cops, you know? So Dean is like... Why didn't you call the cops? And this woman made the best face. This woman made the exact same face as me, if not stronger. Because she was just like, uh, This was 40 years ago? Dean? <laughs> what do you think would happen if I fuck called the fucking cops? Were you not listening at all? And I was like, yeah! This girl gets it. What?
1: Was that a plot <laughs> hole or just a, a character treat? Who knows?
0: yeah no just she was so it was really good she really i love her face oh my, if anything watch that episode just for her makeup face like um excuse me do you know fucking nothing
1: he doesn't
0: and oh my god here oh my here's the fucking thing is that like i said earlier like Back in the 2000s, it's like the on and off switch. You're racist or you're not racist. And the mayor, that cast, kept being like, black people in my town are getting killed. My father was killed. You need to fucking fix this. And the mayor's like, are you saying I'm racist? I'm not racist. How dare you, you say I'm racist? Don't t- Go talk to your mother and she'll tell you I'm not racist. Go talk to your white mother and she'll tell you I'm not racist. And they ask her about it. And the mom is like, well... The mayor was a cop at that time, and as a cop, he did nothing to stop the beatings on this black man, but he also did a report that the black man killed the white man, so I guess it evens out, like...
1: No. Uh, <laughs>
0: okay, he's not racist because he didn't fucking do anything? Oh my god. This is... He fucking two thousand, and then and then and then they go outside, and Sam's sitting by the car, and he is just standing. He's just like, "I miss when my life was boring. What? I miss when when I just had to worry about exams." And it's like, Sam, after reading the journal, I ag- I agree with you, and I know how much you want a boring life. But now this episode is not the motherfucking time you yeah, did shit. Yeah, what? Why would you say that Sam? Sam. Your balls
1: deep in this, dude. You can't back out now.
0: Oh my god, he's so dumb. Dig <laughs> out. They get the truck out. They somehow hook the truck that's fully submerged in a swamp. They hook it to the Impala without either of them getting a drop of water on them. <laughs> Explain that. That's what's really Supernatural. Oh my and, god.
1: <laughs> special effects. Yeah.
0: They take it out. There's this kind of funny moment where they... Because Supernatural really thinks it's a horror. It's it's not. It's, I mean, maybe to some people, but not to me. It is... It fucking isn't at all. And they open, there's like a suspense, like, dun, 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 and they open the door to the truck and a skeleton pops out. Literally, that's what happened. And then it turns to the brothers and they're like, ugh, gross. Anyway, let's burn this thing. Fuck. <laughs> I loved it at least. And then they, and then, oh my God. So Dean gets in a fucking car chase with the truck. And I kind of like this thing because Sam is like pulling out maps and he's like, Dean, turn left. Uh, turn right. Um, do you see that? Okay. And then he's like, go seven tenths down this road and then stop. No farther. And y- you kind of watch her like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And it's like, oh, kind of impressive and cool. It's like, whoa, huh? And then it, it works. Dean stops in the car. The truck just passes through. By the way, the truck should have been white because white pickup trucks are the fucking devil.
1: Truly. Oh, God. The bigger, the worse they are.
0: They really are the fucking worst. They're always trying to ram me off the road. They're, if you have a white pickup truck, fuck, fuck you personally. <laughs> what What confused me is that De- Sam is like, seven tens of the road, full stop. And Dean's like, oh, okay, and he's watching the speedometer, which granted, if I was in that situation, I'm a fucking dumbass, so I would have just been panicking and be like, I forgot how to do math. Oh no. Huh? But he stops. And then there's ruins of a church. Sam could have just said, if you see a old burnt wall stop would have been that simple but we have to make it
1: complicated as he was stressed he didn't know how to say it (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: yeah and that's pretty much the episode dean has one final kiss with cassie there was one part where like dean told her something she was like don't go authoritative on me and dean is like can you do this thing please and it's like oh this boy gets fucking pegged to death
1: oh my
0: god So that's pretty much the episode. I don't really want to talk about it anymore because I don't like this episode. But I do have to mention the fucking promo poster. Please, please Google the Root 666 promo poster. It is so, it's so fucking funny (laughs) to me.
1: (laughs) Dean looks like an infant. He
0: does. He's looking, he's in an outfit that, he looks like he's in a soap opera outfit with a leather jacket just put on top of him. And then fucking Sam. (laughs) Where are the words? (laughs) He looks so fucking funny to me. He's just standing kind of...
1: He's like looming over him. Yeah, looming is a good word. But looking like past, way past, not even at Dean, just beyond.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna go from top to bottom because first of all, he's wearing his hood up, which is a choice. And he's wearing a black shirt with a brown
1: brown yeah his
0: (laughs) his fucking card heart canvas jacket thing he has no idea what he's doing with his hands what they're both like in a (laughs) weird clawed position
1: they're not he's gonna get you
0: his pockets are right there he could just put his hands in his pockets i guess his pockets would only be about two inches because his legs his legs
1: (laughs) i didn't even notice
0: (laughs) they're like Two feet long at best. His legs are so fucking short. I don't... I think his jeans are just way too low, but...
1: I Yeah, I think it's that, or the hole in his jeans makes it look like his knee is way lower than it should be.
0: Yeah, it's so bizarre. His legs look so tiny. And then he's wearing Converse. I've never, ever, ever seen the boys wear Converse. That is just... I can't get over it's his for, legs. It's
1: for the ladies
0: oh my god and the copy pasted clouds in the background i only just noticed that (laughs) i was so distracted by sam's legs i didn't see the fucking clouds so clearly photoshopped in the background god i love 2000s photoshop it makes me feel so superior oh my lord why is dean
1: crouching in the middle of the road though
0: he does that a lot in promos i'm not gonna lie he's always posing like he has a gun in his hand but then it never does yeah but then like somebody be like well we have to promote this to general audiences so let's take the gun out so it's basically like any four <laughs> what's the, what is it called four kids
1: yeah oh my yeah. god like a four kids edit
0: yeah is just a four kids edit in every promo picture it's ridiculous so uh, <laughs> um so here's some trivia for this episode um this is the most watched episode in the series, with 5.82 million viewers on the original airing, which is kind of surprising. I hmm.
1: Yeah, I was not expecting that. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Maybe people yeah, saw I this guess. promo
0: poster and were like, I gotta see what's up here.
1: Oh, these guys, fuck.
0: <laughs> yeah, the most watched episode has to be season four, episode one has to be, guaranteed. Or the finale. Or the... Ca- any episode with Cass, beso- <laughs> except for the finale. It's either Cass emerging or Cass dying or Dean dying. That's easily the most viewed episodes. Um, this is the only episode when it, where a evil spirit has been defeated due to the fact that it crossed hollow ground. In every other episode, evil spirits and demons can enter the church without harm.
1: <sighs> Wait a minute. <laughs>
0: Supernatural is the most inconsistent show of all time. Um, Athens, Ohio, as mentioned at the beginning of the episode, is regarded as one of the most haunted areas in the country. Mo, we gotta fucking go there once we get the vaccine. All right, let's go to the next episode. We have Um, a lot
1: less to say about these ones. (laughs) That's
0: fair. There isn't really much to say. I mean, okay, actually, this one is plot relevant to the season one plot, but... I'll just let you go (laughs) off. Thank you. Um, episode 14, Nightmare. February 7, 2006, written by Sarah Gamble and Raelle Tucker, directed by Phil S- Skrikia? Skrikia. 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 Sam has a premonition about a man being murdered in Saginaw, Michigan. But the murder is made to look like a suicide. They talk to the victim's son, Max, and fail to find anything supernatural, but warn Max's uncle to be careful. When he, too, dies a mysterious death, Sam and Dean believe the family to be cursed. However, their investigation reveals that Max was regularly beaten by his father and uncle as a child. Sam then has another vision of Max using telekinetic abilities to kill his stepmother, angry at her for not having stopped the abuse. The brothers stop Max, and Sam learns from him that when he was a baby, his mother also died in the same manner as his mom. Whoa. Whoa. When Max's anger suddenly resurfaces, he locks Sam in a closet. (laughs) The layers. Especially considering how fucking... Uh, Queer-coded Sam is in this season. Sam receives another premonition, showing Max killing Dean. Uh, Trying to escape, Sam manages to telekinetically free himself and talks to Max out of killing them. Uh, Distraught, Max then takes his own life, unfortunately. Oh, damn it. This episode is... Eh. (laughs) I just... I I feel so bad because I had no energy for any of these episodes. The only one I was excited for... Was the next episode. And I was completely disappointed. We will get to why. Because the reasons are kind of shitty. Because I'm a demon. Um,
1: You're fine. <laughs>
0: My first note is that the kid in this episode reminds me of this TikTok that's like, I like big boys, itty bitty boys, little 5'8", piece of shit boys, little 5'8", little mousy boys that live in the walls and crawl around for cheese.
1: Oh my god. <laughs> I'll
0: link to that. I just couldn't stop thinking that whenever I saw this kid. I know, I know he has a rough backstory, but I just can't not see it. I, I feel bad. Him. Um. So yeah, this is a psychic kid. I love... I love when people in movies and shit have, like, visions, have dreams, and it's so cinematic. Have you ever had a dream that's cinematic?
1: I have. Yeah. I don't have them very often, though.
0: Yeah, neither do I. I have... God, okay. I had this one dream, (laughs) famous start to end of a podcast, I had this one dream about being on, like, the Sandy Dune Beach, and there was this horrible creature that was chasing us, chasing me, trying to kill everybody. I think it was actually the ghost from (laughs) the Scooby-Doo intro. It's like this green ghost. It's like, yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) And so I had a dream that it was like trying to hunt me down it was gonna like eviscerate me essentially and I found this train station in the middle of the beach and it was crowded with other people who were like oh yeah we're trying to get away from it too and I was talking to this guy and I was like oh my god oh my god. And then I turn back to the train station, everybody's eyes are glowing red and staring at me. And then the camera in my dream zoomed out from my face to reveal that the guy I was talking to, his eyes were also red. And then oh my- the dream just ended and I woke up and it's scared that I still remember that dream. I don't have nightmares very often, but oh my God, that hit me.
1: Dreams are crazy.
0: <laughs> yeah. Sam is just having premonitions. I do not really take notes about the rest of it. Oh, well, No, this is not trivia. Honestly, all the interesting stuff about this episode, in my mind, is in the trivia, because I already know that Sam is a psychic kid, so maybe if you saw it originally, you'd find it more interesting. I was kind of like, yeah, I fucking know, and then he's gonna forget that he's psychic for ten years, and fine. it's whatever. I know it's a sign that he's the vessel of Lucifer, whatever. It's Let's fine. Get to it. It's fine. Uh, they are staying in this fucking motel that is, I can't even really describe it. It was so beautiful. It was basically hunting themed, not supernatural hunting, like actual real life yeah. hunting. Like there might've been like a deer on the wall. I feel like there was, but I don't I believe think there, actually there was,
1: was a deer on the wall.
0: There was a like a pillar or something that was painted like a birch tree, like a white with like black spot. It looks so cool. And uh, in this episode, apparently it's the start of them Like, the set directors making uh, very themed, over-the-top motel rooms, which, good for them. That sounds like the most fun job, just making the most
1: buck-wild motel rooms you can make. Well, motel rooms are usually so bare-bones, they don't usually have a theme. It's just like, there's a bed, there's a bathroom, maybe.
0: Yeah. Like, before this, the most crazy they gotten was putting a random popcorn, 50s popcorn bucket on the nightstand for no fuck I will never forget about it I will never forget about it it was in like the second episode I can't stop thinking about it so they watch beheading whatever they keep just missing all the dead bodies they're never there in time except for the last one thankfully so Sam starts to realize that this kid is psychic telekinetic and Dean immediately is just like, "Well, we gotta kill him." And Sam is like, w- "Excuse me?" Dean's like, "We can't turn him into the police because we he'll kill him." Yeah, we can't explain it, so let's kill him. And it's like, Sam, Sam is like, "You can't just fucking kill him. What the fuck?" And reading John Winchester's journal and Dean having. Canonically, It's not canon technically, but knowing that Dean killed a man at 12 to protect his brother changes everything because there is a moment where Sam is like, you can't just kill people and Dean is like, I've done it before. Like he doesn't say that but it yeah. is very, very slightly implied if you squint. Like I've killed before. I've killed for you. It's not a problem. I'll fucking do anything to protect you. And it's like oh my god. I love Dean so fucking much. You know, it's okay if he does a little bit of murder. I'm fine yeah, with it. Yeah, even
1: if he's kind of shitty sometimes.
0: Cringe culture is dead. I'm allowed to, like, murder. <laughs> it's fine. Jesus. Sorry. 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 I know. No, no.
1: It's okay. It's
0: okay. <laughs> um, I mean, we're all Dean girls now. So the kid locks Sam in the closet. And Bo has mentioned, especially in the last episode, Bo mentioned that Sam is very queer coded. In this first season, and I kind of do like that he is very comfortable in himself, and it it just kind of is just like water off a duck's back or whatever you want to say. Yeah. He's just like, yeah, all right, I went to (laughs) college. Listen, I went to college. You can't fucking... <laughs> but
1: stuff doesn't scare me anymore. I went to community college. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: I had to take a queer theory class. I don't fucking care. Fucking deal I took a
1: fem- feminist lit class. I know about women.
0: Yeah. Which is why it's so great that everybody's like, Sam is just comfortable and he is himself. He truly, from the beginning, he is himself. He doesn't know things about himself. That's where his conflict comes from. Dean, on the fucking other hand... It's like, don't touch me, I'm fragile. Yeah, it's very funny. That just people are like, this is the queer one. Sam is allowed to be queer. Sam is allowed to be a he they. Dean, we will all die on the hill of bisexual Dean on God. Truly. (laughs) Okay, so in the episode, Sam, oh poor Sam. He is just so excited to meet another psychic kid and he is so optimistic about it. He's like, we're going to find out what happened and how they did this and what's happening to us and my brother and I can help you.
1: Poor, naive baby.
0: Sam is just trying so hard to understand what happened to them, how this psychic thing happened to him, what happened to his mother. Whereas Dean has been brainwashed by Josh so he's just like, whatever the problem is, we're just going to kill it. And that'll solve it. End of story.
1: Killing things is not the solution.
0: And it's like, Dean, please just stop trying to kill your problems. Clearly, it doesn't work. <laughs> but there is a part later on where he's where Sam is just like, There's something wrong with me, Dean. What are we gonna do about it? I'm f- I'm freaking out. Mm-hmm. And Dean is Dean just looks at him with a smile that's like, as long as I'm around, nothing bad's gonna happen to you. It's like like, I was watching this episode just like, okay, I fucking, know, all right, yep, tech a kid, got it, yep, 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 yep. And then it happened, I was just like, oh, forgo- I forgot why I like this show, shit,
1: Yeah, because Damn they it. have, like, really genuine moments of, like, well, I, I know you don't know what it feels like, Claire, but, like, when your sibling <laughs> is just like, I got you? When you're bonding yeah. over something bad that happened, it's just like, yeah, man, that happened, but we're still here, <gasps> and we still got it. That's such a good vibe.
0: I love that. I love sibling shit so much. Especially because oh, John
1: God. Winchester can eat my ass. Oh,
0: fucking, fucking demon ass motherfucker. Yeah. Dean just tries so hard to like keep it together. Like Sam is fucking having visions and moving shit with his mind. And Dean is like, this is fine. <laughs> Nothing's wrong here. <laughs> we can manage this. I can manage this. It's totally fine. It's like, oh, bud. We've been waiting for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sam has a premonition that Max will kill his brother. And this is the first of many, 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 many times that Sam will see Dean die. Literally hundreds of times. Oh, boy.
1: But you don't know that when you're watching it.
0: Yeah, you don't know. You're like, oh, my God, a main character got killed? That's a man.
1: Oh, uh, 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 bitch, this season, this this show goes yeah. on for how many seasons?
0: Fifteen.
1: That's fucked.
0: I know. I... Oh, my God. I just want to be in the mind of someone who's never watched the show while it's originally airing and just be like, I can't believe they would kill the main character. Oh, phew. It's just a dream. Like, they would never do that. (laughs) Never. Kind of one final part is just, oh, my God. Sam and Dean get the backstory from Max. And Sam is like, you know, all things considered, our dad wasn't so bad. I mean, he didn't, you know, he didn't beat us or anything, and stop. Dean's like, mm mm-hmm. hmm. Like, even Dean is like, mm hmm, sure. Dean literally only says, like, all things considered, and then gets in the car, like, sure, Sam. Damn,
1: go fuck yourself.
0: Like, Sam, you were clearly emotionally abused to. Oh, 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 oh my god. <laughs> I need to stop complaining about John Winchester so fucking much, but I hate him so much. Oh yeah, all things considered. At least he didn't beat us. What kind of fucking. What kind of fucking
1: standard the is that? The bruises he left were not physical. <laughs> yeah! I'm not gonna go there. I hate John Let's not go so there. much, though. Yeah. Early was- in season one.
0: I hate this ugly motherfucker so much. I cannot wait for him to actually show up in the show, and then I could decimate him psychically with my own mind.
1: Oh my god. Open your third eye.
0: Yeah. Uh, trivia for this episode. <laughs> this is. God. This is the first and only episode. <sighs> <sighs>
1: There's a lot of those.
0: Yes, this happens a lot. First and only episode, Dean uses the infrared thermal scanner, which looks like a modified EMF scanner fitted with a screen display and green laser pointers. I am not surprised they don't bring it back because it's the least subtle instrument you could possibly use. It's just, it's the EMF, but just two green lasers coming out of it.
1: (laughs) Whoa. It's
0: very strange. I it, It's just so bizarre watching Supernatural now because in later seasons, they don't use tools, really. EMF, yeah, they don't bring it out very often. It's just very odd when they use, like, actual real-life ghost hunter technology because it just feels so out of place, even though it technically isn't. Though, yeah, it's accurate. Yeah, it's just so bizarre because they now, in the later seasons, they just use rituals all the time well, they just get a bunch of herbs throw it in a pot boil it up they got a ghost
1: yeah that's interesting because like uh, my my brother-in-law really liked supernatural when it was first coming out um mm. but he stopped watching it because uh he didn't find it biblically accurate <laughs> um no comment on that but yeah, at first it was about the ghosts, and then as the seasons went on, it became more religious and, like, ritualistic in nature, and it was, like, blood and cauldrons and brews and shit.
0: Yeah, which, I mean, I have to say I like that more. It's more interesting. Same, but it was, a, like, like,
1: they also, like, they also still have that heavy Christian vibe, so it's like, which is it, though?
0: Yeah. Sometimes they say the weirdest shit. Like, I didn't mention it about the first episode, but... There's one point where they fucking they're talking about like, oh, a truck is haunted. How that can that be? And they're talking about um yeah, the Flying Dutchman was a real ghost ship that was haunted by its captain. We know. We know this as a fact. Like, you can't just say that. You can't just say, yeah, the Flying Dutchman's real. We fixed it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> In the gag reel, I remember that I saw this scene. I was like, this seems wrong to me somehow. And this is why. Um, In the gag reel, there's a scene from the filming of this episode where Jared and Jensen are in sleeveless versions of their priest outfits. Jensen introduces them as Chippendale
1: dancers. What?
0: (laughs) Yeah, Uh, yeah, I watched that scene. I was like, aren't they supposed to be shirtless? I thought that was- Yeah,
1: they're supposed to be like, "Mm, blasting their nips.
0: Yeah, and apparently I was right. That is a real thing that I didn't dream up.
1: (laughs) It's so stupid.
0: Yeah, it's kind of the start of their... uh, There are some rumors and thoughts about the Gagreels that they are just kind of hamming it up very often, and this is probably the first
1: case
0: of them very much hamming it up. Like, on purpose, somebody removed the sleeves so they can make this two-second joke. Like, okay whatever it's it's funny now later on when it's 14 season ends and the fucking cast and crew has to stay overtime because these two won't fucking stop goofing around then it's not as fun but right now it's fun it's fun and happy okay don't worry about it don't worry about it um yeah we're not there yet The moment when Dean, dressed up as a priest, grabs a cocktail sausage and eats it was improvised by Jensen Ackles on that day. The sausages were technically edible, but had only been intended to be there as props. And stop moving around the Google talk. Sorry, oh my god! <laughs> your name suddenly pops up, so I like can't read oh, it in so, your right so way. No, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> it's, just, it's just very <laughs> funny to me. Um, the sausages were technically edible, but had only been intended there to be as props. And Jesse recalls like, that it didn't taste very good at all. Shocking, but. The action led to writers scripting similar stuff, which helped develop the defining characteristic of Dean Winchester's, his love of snacks and fast food, and his penchant to eat practically anything in front of him, which I have seen some very tragic headcanons about, and some tragic fics about. Oh, no. (laughs) I mean, it's a fact later that Dean had to steal bread for his brother and got fucking jailed for it, and John wouldn't bail him out, because,
1: yeah, yeah. Oh my it, it, god. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that's what you meant.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's so crazy that they make these choices and then fans are like, let's make this as sad as possible. We're gonna make this so fucking depressing you won't believe it. And every time it hits me real hard. <laughs> you ready to get kicked in the teeth? Supernatural invented sad sadstuck.
1: Oh my god. <laughs>
0: um okay last episode that i was disappointed by because it wasn't enough i couldn't remember what the fuck the
1: benders had to do with anything
0: they have nothing to do with it anyway it's just yeah it's a filler episode um Go number on.
1: 15 uh
0: number the 15, benders
1: burger king lettuce.
0: <laughs> but that thing you want on your burger being burger is <laughs> that at us, but that's it but <laughs> that might be what get <laughs> Um, (laughs) episode
1: 15 the benders
0: (laughs) February 14th 2006 written by John Shibonar Shibonir apologies
1: I I would love to know how that's pronounced though. Uh,
0: directed by Peter Ellis Uh, Sam and Dean head to Hibbing Minnesota where a young boy witnesses a man disappear while investigating Sam is also abducted Dean pretends to be a police officer in search of his brother well cousin actually and teams up with Deputy Kathleen Hudak, Hudak, Hodak. Although she soon learns Dean's true identity, she allows him to continue investigating with her, as her own brother went missing in the same manner three years before. Despite this, she does not trust him and handcuffs him to her car uh, when they find the kidnapper's property. Kathleen is soon captured and learns that the culprits are a human family who hunt and kill people for sport. <gasps> Dean frees himself and goes after her, but is also captured. However, this distracts the family long enough for Sam and Kathleen to break out of their cages, and the three of them subdue their captors. When Kathleen is later alone with the father, he taunts her about her brother's death, and she shoots him, planning to tell the police that he tried to escape. She then allows the brothers to leave before more police arrive, and the FBI arrives to take the surviving Benders into custody. I okay, 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 okay. <laughs> this is going to be a controversial statement because for some reason, actually, I can pinpoint why I re- like this. It's not sexual, not sexual, I promise. But I love cannibalism stories a lot because, I don't know, I find them so fascinating. I had this book when I was a kid called The Encyclopedia of Gross. And whoever gave a eight-year-old Catholic girl a book about boogers cannibalism <laughs> shark fin soup sh- <gasps> the gross i think shit.
1: i straight up oh i definitely had that book and i yes! fucking loved it
0: oh my god i love that book and that i read the cannibalism chapter of that over and over like i couldn't i've never seen it before yeah i couldn't believe that was a thing that people could do
1: people can eat other people that's an option oh my god yeah
0: and I just kind of have a low key obsession with cannibalism. I find it so fascinating and horrifying. Like, can you imagine being? Yeah, sorry. Oh, okay. I know this. Don't is... be
1: sorry. Be better.
0: <laughs> I'm just saying, listeners. I know it's weird. I just find I just find it so interesting and crazy. I can I never get tired of cannibalism stories. Which is why I was so disappointed by this episode because I thought it was gonna be a cannibalism episode and it wasn't. Ugh. It's just a stupid hunt fucking, oh man, it's a dangerous game episode. And they barely did anything. I guess they made trophies with the bodies, but like, you know, this, ep- this show is like PG-13. So like they can't go, they can't go full Chainsaw Massacre with it or anything. Well, actually Chainsaw Massacre is pretty tame-ish, but yeah, they can't go full Saw, yeah.
1: If they had started it in 2021 i think it would be one of those like mature netflix releases that would be super edgy and they'd say (laughs) fuck and they would like not censor anything and i i think i'd kind of be into it but um the hbo supernatural (laughs) for what they're able to do for like pg-13 is it's good but you know obviously their budget in season one sucked ass
0: yeah, they, yeah, Dean is, like, lurking around the house, and he runs into, like, a, um, some bones that are strung up, and he's like, oh, gross, and it's like, eh, I mean, you know, I...
1: Bro, you're in for a world of shit. You
0: know, I'm a little <laughs> bit into, I live in, I live in fucking Washington. Every other person I know just collects bones, animal bones,
1: for fun. <gasps> oh my god so you say that uh have i shown you all of the bones that i have at my house because in my line of sight (laughs) i see like some sort of elk creature i see a ram skull that's black and carved and it came with beetles in it and it freaked us out but i know there is a snake skeleton over there that's like in resin or glass or some shit and i don't know i love bones (laughs) it's so cool Uh, Like, it's just kind of, it comes with being up here. We believe in Bigfoot and bones and moss.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm telling you people in Washington, we love collecting animal bones. Thank you for proving my point.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's not really me, it's my partner, but I can't, I can't deny that I do enjoy me some bones. We actually have a whole penguin skeleton in our bedroom.
0: That's amazing.
1: It was fucking expensive, and I accidentally broke its neck while I was drunk, but... (laughs) (laughs)
0: I mean, I almost bought a taxidermy bird wing from the uh, witch shop downtown. Need I say more? I wish this episode was more fucked up, which is very, uh, says a lot.
1: It was one of those things where, if Supernatural was made for an older audience, it would have kicked ass.
0: Or, I mean, if the hillbillies were just a little bit more interesting, because they are very much just like, oh fuck
1: yeah, they were boring. They were just like hillbillies who ate people, and that was yeah. They didn't even eat
0: anybody. That's so boring. At (laughs) least fucking at least eat them.
1: Oh, wait, they just killed them, didn't they?
0: Yeah, they just killed them, take a picture with their bodies, and then, I don't know, you like...
1: Post it on Snapchat and then feed it to the Yeah, pigs. and
0: they don't even fucking eat them. That's so fucking pathetic. Oh, my God. Yeah, they, like, hunt down people, and, like, the dad and the little girl are the most interesting, but, like, the two brothers are just, they literally just, like, go hunt a dude, and then they, like, slash his kneecaps or whatever, and they're like, (laughs) like, I'm not kidding, that's basically what they do, they just stand over him, and the girl, okay, the dad is very much like this is in our blood. Our fathers taught us to do this and our fathers' fathers taught us to do oh this. My and God. it's like, okay. Basically these are supposed to be the descendants of um the the bloody benders. Mm-hmm. Do you know about the Bloody Benders?
1: Nope. <gasps> oh,
0: I get to tell a story about the Bloody Benders. I actually, <laughs> kind of, for the same reason. I don't really find the Bloody Benders all that interesting because they didn't eat the bodies. But <laughs> Bloody Benders were a family, kind of in the um, uh, along the Oregon Trail. And what they would do was, um, people who were going westward and mm-hmm. who were searching for a new life, like going to start over, they would stop at like the this house belonging to the Benders. It was like an inn or something. I'm saying this all from memory there's facts whatever do it's not check
1: any of the facts in it's this.
0: on wikipedia you can find it easily but yeah this is a real family and they would bring people into their house um and while the person was eating they'd kill them and do a trap door and the body would slide down into this trap door and it was a real thing that fucking happened which is so insane. And but what eventually, did they do
1: after they fell down the trap door? Like, they killed someone and then just threw their body into the basement?
0: I think they, like, stole the money or something. It wasn't really... Nobody really knows why they did that. Because this one man, he was supposed to get a letter from this, like, father and daughter. And he didn't. And he started kind of looking around. Which is... It's surprising that he got anywhere. Considering it was, like, the eighteen hundred Like, the late 1800s, like... Shocking that he found anything, so he started looking around, asking people, "What's up? Do you have you seen this person?" They get, like, yeah. He went that way. Also, don't go there. Some weird shit happens over there. He's like, "Whoa, what are you talking about?" They're like, "Well, people who go to this house don't seem to come back, or they just move on. We don't really ever know what happened." And he's like, "This sounds fucked." So eventually, he got some police. They went over the house. The Benders, the Bender family, was long gone. And they searched this house and it was filled with bodies and blood and grossness. And nobody knows where the benders went. That's the freaky thing. This family killed dozens of people. Nobody knows where they went after that. It is a complete mystery. So Supernatural is basically saying that they passed along this family tradition of killing. And eventually the brothers find out and stop them. But
1: that's so boring i know i mean when it comes to murder when it's like senseless like strangers there's no intention Mm -hmm. there's no like trauma that leads them to be all kind of fucked up like granted that it's not it's not good to frame uh trauma survivors as inherently violent i am not okay with that but yeah this is supposed to be like fantasy like if there's gonna be some sort of thing to it, at least make it beyond, like, ah, they kill people. Because that's every fucking episode of Supernatural. Yeah. Isn't that, like, how it cold opens every time is someone dying?
0: Yeah, pretty much. Every, yeah, people die all the time. Being hunted for sport is new, but they don't really do anything. with Like, like you know, I'm kind of talking about, like, Chainsaw Massacre, and they, like, use the bodies. There's It's surprisingly not gory- m- I mean, it is gory, but it's very gorily tame to our standards. But the way it is shot and framed and the way that the characters act is so visceral and uncomfortable. It really, really works. It makes the movie so discomforting and good and shit. Like Chainsaw Massacre is so distinct for multiple Mm -hmm. different reasons. Not just because, oh, they slashed a dude with a chainsaw. That's... Basically what this episode is doing is like, oh, they kill people for sport. It's like, yes, and? And they're like, that's it? And, you know, this takes inspiration from the story, The Most Dangerous Game. You know, it's that classic story where a guy gets shipwrecked on an island and this eccentric billionaire hunts him for sport. But that's the thing. It's an eccentric billionaire that is kind of hinting like, I've hunted game from all around, and it was very exhausting, so now I'm going to hunt you! And he's, like, very tricksy and weird. And even when the guy survives and comes back, he's like, oh, very clever. And, you know, he's an interesting character because he's a wackadoodle. These characters are so fucking boring. At least eat the bodies, is all I'm saying! They don't even use them for furniture, really. They have, like, plain furniture that's all disheveled and shit, and it's like-
1: You didn't think about the smell, Claire. (laughs)
0: Uh, There is a jar filled with teeth, and it's like, ugh, you could have done better than that. Actually, Claire,
1: I want a jar (laughs) filled with teeth. Uh, That's realistic to my life.
0: Oh my god. I mean, that's the best they could do, is just a jar full of teeth. And a fucking, just like a bunch of bones dangling from the ceiling. Like, I would have fucking made a bookshelf out of tibias or some shit, you know? Uh Get creative. Come on. This is probably the guy who did the uh, asylum episode and just was like, oh, let's put a fucking baby doll on a gurney. That's good. It's like, it's probably the same guy. Oh my god.
1: Um, Just so you, sorry, (laughs) I got distracted and went on a little adventure on the internet (laughs) <laughs> uh, just so you know, on Etsy, they are allowed to sell human teeth. Oh my um, god! I found a bottle of 10 human teeth for $45. I found 10 real human teeth, all molars, for $56. So, teeth are not that expensive, considering, <laughs> but...
0: Oh my god. Um, Not really much else to say about this. Missy, uh, Missy was kind of interesting, because... She seems a little old to be a kid, but she's just, like, this creepy little kid. Well, I mean, she is a creepy kid, but she's not, like, cryptic and speaking riddles. She's kind of just, like, use. She's like, I'm a child. And then, like, the victim is like, oh, it's a child. Then she's like, huh, fucking psychic, fucking ganks Love that <laughs> for her. She has no fucking qualms. I love her. <laughs> yeah, this is just an episode that happened. And it's... Really quick, they did a fucking... <laughs> they... Theorized that it was that it was a spring hill jack that was killing this people i was like oh my oh. god people remember spring hill jack which is always exciting oh. for me even though spring hill jack is a really stupid
1: sp- story in my whatever <laughs>
0: If you don't know, if anyone doesn't know, spring Hill Jack is just basically this dude in, like, 1700s England who would scare the shit out of women and then jump onto the roofs and run away. And it kept happening over and over, and there was a mass hysteria about spring Heel Jack. Just this dude who scared the shit out of people and then ran off, and it was, it's <sighs> insane. I just find it, <laughs> I just have a soft spot for spring Heel Jack. He's very funny to me. Um, that's good (laughs) so trivia this is the only episode in which a character references the Winchester hunting rifles which is kind of wild to me because
1: their last name is fucking Winchester
0: and that and also I mean the main reason is because the Winchester rifles you know the the Winchester mystery house yeah yeah built by the same woman who owned that company and it all ties together she's a spooky lady with a spooky house and then there's also rifles. That's exactly what Supernatural is, the intersection of those two things. I'm surprised. I wish, I wish there was an episode where they go to the the Winchester Mystery House so bad. I would love that. Um, multiple actors and writers have stated that Missy Bender was the scariest thing from Supernatural. Yeah, she's not too bad. I, I like her attitude. She stands out from other creepy kids because she... If you put her in a room with like other scary kids, like other famous scary kids, she would just fucking stab all of them. I love that for her. I love that. Respect. Good for her.
1: I mean, I can't hurt a child, but she can.
0: She's just like, I don't want to fucking deal with your riddles. I'm just gonna stab you. Good on her. Um, this is the only of six episodes where the monsters are human. The others being uh, season two, episode seven, The Usual Suspects. Uh, season 411 family remains season 915 thin man uh season 11 8 just my imagination and season 13 episode 11 breakdown when looking at dean's physical description it says that he's 6'4 same height as sam even though jensen Eccles is only 6'1 what the fuck <laughs> This just very bizarre to me This one, I kind of kept scrolling back and forth through the episode because I really wanted to see if I can suss this out. The set used as the Bender household was also used as the home of Bobby Singer later in the show. Is that true? Yeah, that's a real thing. It's very hard to recognize. There are a couple similarities, but the windows were the main one. And because Bobby's house is very open concept. There's a lot of open doorways with arches and The molding on them kind of look the same. Oh. The last trivia is that this episode has similar elements to an episode of X-Files called uh, Home from 1996 season 4 of X-Files. Dean implies the Bender family is inbred, which is the focal point of Home. Many writers and directors from X-Files also worked with On Supernatural, including Kim Manners, who directed Home. Oh, and they they didn't make him direct that? Huh. Huh. Weird. Do you have an AU of the week?
1: Um... Supernatural, but it's Majora's Mask, and <gasps> Dean is uh, Link, and the Skull Kid is.
0: I don't want to say Crowley.
1: Well, yeah, Lucifer. no, I don't want to say that. Yeah, Lucifer. Okay, cool. And, like, the fairy is like. Sa- the fairy that comes with you is Sam. <laughs> so get this. And the fairy that stays with Lucifer is also Sam. <laughs> I love that. And. Uh, who's the pony?
0: The impala of course
1: oh my god that's right
0: a poet of the impala
1: okay but who's the moon
0: oh the moon god yeah i guess it would be chuck technically <laughs> you could say the empty or some shit but <laughs> yeah it's just whatever impending apocalypse they have to deal with that day
1: it's the plot movement that's what the moon is yeah the plot is coming down on them
0: <laughs> i do want to see that au though that sounds interesting if you really like go into it oh my god Um, my AU of the week, I actually thought was thinking about it on my drive home, was, I said I'd work, I'd do a Mass Effect AU, but I'm gonna save that for another week. Um, but my AU of the week is where Missouri Mosley got to stick around like she was originally intended to. God, I wish. But I love Bobby so much, I don't want to lose Bobby entirely. So I want an AU where both of them are working with the Winchesters to stop the apocalypse, continue the story together, and- maybe kiss i don't know maybe
1: it's up to them
0: maybe bobby gets pegged i don't
1: know (laughs) everything's pegging (laughs) with you
0: listen if i like a male character they get pegged that is my only criteria they have to be able to get pegged if this male character doesn't seem like they get pegged i don't i'm not interested i don't care about them at all that's
1: super valid
0: Um. This has been hell and complicated. I'm Dupless on Tumblr, Dupless twenty seven on Twitter, Dupless everywhere. Uh, Mo, would you like people to find you?
1: Uh, yeah, sure. You can find me. Uh, most places at mostly golden, without spaces or anything else. I don't have a podcast to plug yet because it's been three fucking months and I haven't worked on it. So,
0: Oh uh, you'll get. There, I'll do no. that later. <laughs> yeah.
1: But thank you for having me, Claire. Super fun. (laughs) Even if I don't know a whole lot or half as much about Supernatural as you do.
0: (laughs) You get most of it from me. You have put up with my Supernatural bullshit for so long. (laughs) Absorbed
1: it through osmosis over the last decade. (laughs) Truly.
0: Oh my God. And I'm kind of reintroducing myself to Supernatural. So like we're both kind of new at this in a way. Uh, You can find us at Hell Ain't Podcast on Twitter. Hell Ain't Complicated on Tumblr. Uh, leave a review on apple podcast if you enjoyed this please and lastly oh boy i got a new chair so i have to stand up (coughs) misha collins please come on the podcast and tell us about all of supernatural's fucking failings and how they fuck up just so bad in so many ways because you're a smart person and i trust you With my life compared to fucking Jared, who is so goddamn centrist. It's disgusting. Also boycott Walker. Don't fucking watch Walker. It's not fucking worth it. Oh my (laughs) Like, first of all, it's kind of racist and it's just a bad show from what I've heard. Every review has said it's fucking terrible. So (laughs) you have two, at least two reasons. One of them is a more important reason not to watch it. But the other reason is also worth considering. Have a good day, everybody, and carry on, my weirder kids. I also had another dream where I had a pet moth, and then I woke up because I heard a crunch in real life, and I'm still like, oh, what was the crunch? That's <laughs> that's my only ghost story. There was a crunch, and Mysterious I don't know what the crunch. crunch was. Ah! God, what was it?